Hello and welcome to another Florida Gator show with FL Teams. My name is Zach Milliron. And finally, Florida Gator fans, it is game week. We have the Utah Utes coming to the swamp. And in this video, I am going to give you guys a preview of the Utah Utes and what they're going to bring to Florida. We're going to talk about the keys to the game, how Florida can win this game, and, uh, you know, just everything relating to week one. I'll start off by saying it's absolutely fantastic that we are at the start of college football season. You know, no more talking about, you know, conference expansion or what we think a team's going to be or, oh, this team's really bad in recruiting. You know, it's, it's time to really focus on the X's and O's on the field and the wins and losses. And that's what we'll focus on in these next four months. And I am extremely excited about it. Um, so we are on to the first week against Utah. Now, the Utah Utes uh, won the Pac-12 last year and went to the Rose Bowl against Ohio State. Uh, at one point against Ohio State, they were up by 20 points, but Ohio State rallied in the Rose Bowl. But, you know, Utah is a very good team. Um, they're going to run a spread offense, and they come with an experienced quarterback. Cameron Rising took over last year after their rocky 1-2 uh, start, um, they're and uh, he kind of led the rest of the way when they beat Oregon for the Pac-12 title and went on to the Rose Bowl. So he, they got a returning quarterback. Uh, Kyle Whittingham has been there eight seasons, so an established coaching staff. Um, so they've had a system in place, unlike Billy Napier and the Gators, who, you know, everything's brand new, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, Utah comes in with an established system, established quarterback, uh, established head coach. Um, so, uh, great tandem of running backs, um, and Utah is going to want to run the football. Uh, that's going to be one thing right there, and, and I'll go over some key stats as we go through this uh, episode here, but one thing to keep in mind is uh, Utah, Utah is going to want to run the football, and they're going to want to set up big passing plays. Um, Going back the last eight seasons, Utah is 23-0 when it converts 50% or more of their third down chances. So they're a team that is going to have or want to have these long drives, these 8, 10, 11, 12 play drives um, and scoring touchdowns. So 23-0, that's a huge stat right there when they convert over 50% of their third down chances. Um so the Gator defense is going to have to step up mightily to get three and outs and create short fields for Anthony Richardson and the Gator offense. Um, Utah, Utah offense also returns several offensive line starters uh, that have over 70, 70 game starts under their belt. But so do the Gators. You know, the Gators have a lot of returners coming back on the offensive line as well. So, you know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, Vegas has this as a two-point game, uh, but you know, a lot of people are really down on Florida this year, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit, and why I, and I've said this in other shows, but why I believe that the Florida Gators can really be a lot better than what people are saying this year, and it all starts with this game against the Utah Utes. On defense... Uh, obviously, uh, Utah comes in and 
They have a former Florida Gator playing at linebacker last year. Um, I would uh, definitely run his way, especially the counter play. <laughs> you know, he was uh, one of the ones involved last year against LSU, where LSU ran the same play 34 times for, you know, guy rushed for 210 yards and over 400 yards rushing as a team. And they made no adjustments. Linebacker kept getting run over. Um, we won't even say his name on this podcast in this episode because he's no longer a Gator and he transferred away. But, uh, you know, Ohio State did average 5.5 yards per carry running the ball in the Rose Bowl. Florida, all signs point to Florida being a very heavy running team this year. Um, I would say Florida's most uh, deep position group are their running backs. When you look at uh, even uh, Etienne as a freshman coming in and other guys, uh, Johnson from Louisiana Lafayette coming in, uh, transferring in with Billy Napier and, uh, you know, uh, Nakon Wright and, and other guys, Lorenzo Lingard, they have a very deep running back room. So, like I said, Ohio State averaged 5.5 yards a carry. Uh, I looked for Florida to really establish the running game. And you can't forget Florida's best athlete and biggest threat to run, Anthony Richardson at quarterback. When you have an athletic quarterback like the Florida Gators have in Anthony Richardson, um, it, it does a lot. One thing it does is it enables a team to, on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side, you have to account and play 11-on-11. 11 11. What I mean by is, when the quarterback ha- is a threat to run, you have to assign somebody to cover the quarterback, which in turn most likely leaves one, possibly two wide receivers in one-on-one coverage. So Ricky Pearsall in one-on-one coverage, um, you know Trent Whittemore in run- one-on-one coverage, Xavier Henderson, uh, Justin Shorter, whatever guys you want to, as a Utah defense, you're going to have to leave them in one-on-one coverage. Because you have to account for Anthony Richardson taking the ball and taking the 80 yards to the end zone. Just simple. And not just against Utah, but throughout the season, we'll kind of get into that once we see more of what the Florida Gators are going to do offensively. But in my opinion, from seeing how they were in the spring and different fall practice reports, and being that running backs are the uh, deepest position group for the Gators, I think they're going to come out and want to establish a run Saturday night against Utah. And I think they're going to look to run first and set up the pass. So this could leave Utah very vulnerable. Uh, Another great stat uh, that I researched was going back to 2017, Utah is 0-8 in giving up 200 yards or more on the ground. So again, for the Gators, if they can establish a running attack behind a, uh, a very serviceable veteran group offensive line that the Gators have this year and a deep running back room, and Anthony Richardson, um, go for over 200 yards, you know, I think they have a great chance of of beating Utah uh, with that stat alone. So now I'm going to look at from the Gator side. You know, we talked about the Gator offense, Gator defense. You know, a lot of people I think are uh, unfairly uh, down on the Gators, especially defensively. You know, the Gators have some really good players on defense. Um, Gervon Dexter on the D-line, Brenton Cox, uh, Marshall at corner, uh, you know, Trey Dean, who came back 
for his super senior year. Uh, you know, they have some really high-quality guys that are returning, and they also have guys that are freshmen and sap. Um, the Kimber from Georgia transfer in. Um, these are elite playmakers on the defensive side for the Gators. And don't forget, the Gators now have competent coaching on the defensive side. Uh, something with Todd Granson that the Gators haven't had in well, the last couple years. Let's just be frank and honest with it. Um, and, you know, a lot of people look at Florida's record last year, and I'm here to tell you, you know, it's very well documented. Florida pretty much quit last year at the end of the year, especially when they got run through by South Carolina and Missouri beat them, and they barely beat Samford and Florida State. Um, the team had pretty much given up at that point. You know, Dan Mullen was on his way out. They later fired him before Florida State. So I get it. You know, the record was 6-7, and seven, and a lot of people are kind of looking at that and saying, oh, Florida's not going to be very good this year. Uh, but, you know, I think, like I said, I'll say it before. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Florida has a chance to really surprise some people this year. Um, on the defensive side, and, and like we talked about on the offensive side, the Gators have some playmakers. You know, I talked about depth in the last episode, and uh, against Utah, depth is not going to be a problem because it's game one. Uh, depth is critical as you go through the season. Uh, so even this first month against Utah, Kentucky, uh USF, Tennessee, th th those games, hopefully Florida doesn't suffer a major injury. But if they stay relatively healthy, the whole, like, oh, well, they don't have much behind these 22 starters or whatever, um, doesn't really come into play. You know, if you're going to talk about recruiting, and, and one thing that gets me a lot is uh, everybody, you know, in Billy Napier's early on, you know, everybody's getting on him for recruiting. And now Florida's lighting it up with recruiting with four stars, you know, 18 four stars, all blue chip prospects. You know, recruiting goes both ways now. Um, you cannot tell me that Utah has better players than the Florida Gators. I'm just being honest. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me position by position, athlete by athlete, that the Utah Utes have better athletes than the Florida Gators. They don't. They absolutely don't. And I th really think, and I might be in the minority of this, I think Florida wins this game, and I think Florida wins it comfortably. If, 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 if the Gators have their stuff together, and what I mean by that, and you're saying, well, what do you mean? What I mean is, you know, obviously it's game one. Uh, game one for the Billy Napier area. Uh, new offensive scheme, new defensive scheme. You know, if if everything if if they're clicking enough, obviously they're not going to be at their peak. Okay, if they're clicking enough to uh, start the season without too many you know penalties, obviously Billy Napier's very disciplined coach. He doesn't want the penalties. He especially doesn't want the false start penalties. If the Gators are, you know, mentally know what they're doing. I think physically Florida comes out and takes care of Utah. So if the Gators come out mentally ready, as in scheme and everything is, you know, no busted coverages, no uh, bad running of routes leading to easy interceptions, return for touchdowns, I think the Gators win this game. Uh, it's going to be hot. 
it's going to be humid. You know, Utah, you know, they're saying they're simulating humidity inside by practicing inside with the heat, turning the heat up. Uh, I, I don't know how you simulate humidity. I, I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure you cannot uh, simulate the Florida heat and humidity that the Utah Utes are about to experience on Saturday. Also, you know, it cannot be discounted 90,000. You know, 90,000 screaming fans. I, I hear Utah is bringing 12,000 fans. That's terrific. That's that's awesome. Um, you know, there's still going to be about 78,000 Gator fans. <laughs> you know, if, if we're really if we're really doing the math here, it's going to be loud. It's going to be an intimidating atmosphere. It's probably uh, the best home opener Florida has had in the last several decades. Uh, going back, you know, Florida usually plays somebody like a FAU or a Eastern Michigan or a Chattanooga or uh, I believe uh, Dan Mullen started off at Charleston Southern. Uh, you know, so this is going to be a, an insane atmosphere. Night game, ESPN, uh, in the swamp. It's basically in August. I mean, it's the first week in September, but it, it's August weather. It'll feel like 100 degrees even at 7 o'clock at night. And I think the Gators come out ready. Um, the Gators are hungry to prove to a lot of people that, that what they put on the field last year is not who they are. You know, you've heard about it all, all offseason. You know, Gators aren't very good. You know, Gators are going to be 6-6, six and 5-7, six, 7-5, and seven, seven and five, maybe at best 8-4. and four. I think they're tired of hearing about all that. They're tired of hearing all these pundits and national guys say, oh, Florida doesn't have the, the players this year. You know, it's going to be a tough year. I think the Gators are motivated. Now, with that said, Utah is motivated too. And Utah does have good players. I just think for this game, you know, one thing Florida has a huge disadvantage that I think is being overlooked is that Florida is coming out uh, with a brand new offensive and defensive scheme, like I touched on. But it's also something that Utah has no clue what the Gators are going to run. If you're Kyle Whittingham with the Utah Utes breaking down film, what are you breaking down? Are you watching Louisiana Lafayette tape from when Billy Napier was there? Are you watching tape from previous year, last year, with the Florida Gators, offensively and defensively with the players that they have coming back? I mean, what are you watching? That's a lot of tape to dissect. As somebody who's coached football, I can tell you that that's a lot of tape to decipher and to, to dissect. And I get it. They have analysts and, and coaches that can do all that. But it's still a lot of content to cite to to really go through and filter out what you think they're going to do, and really at the end of the day, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, I, I, nobody knows what Florida's going to do. I think, like I said, Florida's going to come out and want to establish a run. And Billy Napier at Louisiana Lafayette was, uh, I believe, he ran the ball about fifty-eight percent of the time. It was a fifty-eight percent. It was almost sixty-forty run game, but. Um, you know, 58-42, as far as 58% of the time they ran, 42% of the time they passed. Uh, so, but again, you don't know what, what they're going to do. You know, they could come out in a hybrid spread triple option and utilizing all the running backs they have uh, on the team. You know, we, we they could come out in I formation. Like, we really don't know exactly how Florida's going to look until – they hit the field on Saturday. And for me, that's a huge advantage for the Florida Gators going into the first game against the Utah Utes.
So again, is Florida going to win the game based on heat and humidity and crowd noise alone? Absolutely not. If Florida comes out and they don't have their stuff together and their scheme still needs to be worked out and the kinks in the system needs a game, you know, to, to get everybody going in one direction with Billy Napier's first game, heat and humidity and crowd are not going to win this game because Utah is a very good team. But if the Gators are clicking, I think Gators win this game. That's my opinion. Um, I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty confident that that Billy Napier and the Florida Gators are going to come out and make a statement Saturday night in the first game of the 2022 season. Um, I'll also add, you know, listening and uh, looking at some of the Utah content over the last couple of weeks, Utah's really confident going into this game. Um, you know, a lot of their guys that have their show, podcasts and shows and stuff like that, I mean, they're extremely confident. And why not? Uh, you know, they won the Pac-12 last year. They've been to four, they three three straight years they were at, in the Pac-12 title game. They won the Pac-12 last year against Oregon. So, you know, why not be confident? But, uh, you know, they're, they're definitely confident going into this game. And, uh, you know what, I think the Gators are confident going into this game. It's going to be an, an incredible game. Like I said, and I know I'm repeating myself, but it's definitely Florida's biggest and best home opener that they've had in several decades uh, in the Swamp night game, 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll be going, so I'll bring you uh, some first-hand coverage of, of the game on Saturday. I'm excited about it. FL teams, we're excited to bring you the best content we can. Um, I, like I said, I run a Tampa Bay Lightning show as well about covering the Tampa Bay Lightning. During the season, now that we're in football mode with the Florida Gators, I'll have at least two shows a week, previewing the opponent, breaking down a game. So a lot of great content. So stay locked in on flteams.com, FL Teams Facebook, FL Teams Twitter. Uh, watch this show on FL Teams YouTube or listen to it on FL Teams Apple Podcasts. So all great ways to stay connected. So I would love, uh, what are your predictions for this game? How do you think the Florida Gators are going to do? What do you think Billy Napier and the Gator offense is going to come out and run on Saturday night? Um, there are a lot of questions, obviously. We're going we're gonna to get a lot of answers on Saturday. Um, because, you know, this is one positive and, and one, one negative of playing Utah, a powerhouse from the Pac-12. And that is, one, Florida's not going to be able to hold a lot back. You know, if you're playing a Charleston Southern or an FAU, you know, you're going to be able to hold some stuff back. You're going to have a more vanilla game plan offensively and defensively. Against Utah, you're going to have to bring it game one. You can't afford to hide anything out of a vanilla game plan because you might lose. So we're going to see what Florida's going to look like right off the bat, um, which is outstanding. Uh, you know, so we're there's going to be a lot of questions that are answered. On Saturday, but I also want to let Florida Plantons know this. You know, this is a big game, like I said, but it doesn't make or break the season. If Florida loses, they still have all their goals in, ahead. You know, they still have SEC games uh, ahead. They still have a whole SEC slate. Um, at Florida, you come. Steve Spurrier once said it: you come to to win the SEC championship game. And if you make it to Atlanta and you win that game, there's a pretty good chance you're playing for a national championship. Do I think Florida's going to be playing for a national championship this year? 
I don't think so. I think this is going to be a rebuilding year for Florida, but I also think they're going to be a lot better than what people are predicting. Um, but, you know, you beat Utah. It's definitely a huge springboard going into the following week against SEC opener against the Kentucky Wildcats, which we'll get to next week. But win or lose, you know, it doesn't make the season. Uh, but like I said, I think Florida comes out. I think they have a statement. Uh, I think the Gators are hungry, you know, and uh, they're ready to prove some people wrong. I think they're tired of hearing all about how, you know, they weren't very good last year and they were soft and poor tackling team and undisciplined. And uh, I know Billy Napier is not going to put up with the undisciplined play. And I think the players themselves are ready to prove a lot of people wrong. And it starts week one in the swamp against the Utah Utes. Let's go, Gators. Let's get a big W in the swamp Saturday night at FL Team. Like I said, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the game, your prediction, and all week stay locked in for the best Gator coverage on FL Teams, on flteams.com, FL Teams on Twitter, FL Teams Facebook, FL Teams YouTube, FL Teams Apple Podcast. And also, if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning, check out my shows on them. Until then, I'm Zach Miller with FL Teams. Let's see what the Gators got this week going into the first game of the season against the Utah Utes.